Social media is takes place under two themes. One is peer engagement. You're actually social. The other is uh, you're just posting or broadcasting, or in some cases, I think people would call it spamming. Uh, you're, I, I'm a member of a group, a real estate investors group, a number of them, and the same people post daily the same thing to six of these uh, things, and they come up with the same exact message. They don't participate in the group at all. And in effect, it's social spamming. It's not just broadcasting, it's spamming. It's the realtor talking, you know, posting about their latest listing. You know, nobody cares. Sorry, nobody cares. Uh, What you do care about, if you're a realtor and that's your listing, is that it's a historical uh, home that used to be a church or it used to be something of historical significance that is kind of unique. That's interesting. That's something to post about. Or the person that I saw the other day... uh, and I, t- I actually wrote her an email congratulating on her. Uh, she, her clients were late to see the house, and she put it up on Facebook, a, a message, a video message, saying, I'm waiting here, I'm by the pool. And she made it a cute kind of thing, and it was an opportunity to be out there and to show that she's busy and she's doing business, but she did it in a very cute way. And, and that is how to... Uh, broadcast without being spammy. But there's also a way of broadcasting that benefits and is not benefits you and is not so much uh, social as it is SEO. In Facebook, your profile is not indexed. Uh, this gal I was telling you about put her video in her profile. That will not show up in Google. Uh, the fan pages in Facebook are indexable, and therefore they show up in Google. Okay, now so if you're linking to a bunch of other sites that have nothing to do with you, you are using your brand to link to uh, to other websites. You're le- you're leaking uh, your brand and your Google juice, even though it's uh, no followed. There is some value that that passes on to those other sites. Now, in Google Plus, and why I like Google Plus is that a it's growing by gangbusters, and I'll give the statistics. Um, and <clears throat> profile and business pages are indexable, uh, and the YouTube videos are indexable. The Google stuff is indexable. Why? Because it's Google. so therefore it's going to be part of Google Uh, so it's uh, it's something to definitely take part in not to mention the Google local which is uh, not necessarily part of plus yet but it will be and other things that we can do to make it and leverage off of what you have in Google plus we also leverage off of what you do in Facebook for SEO purposes. So 
here's my take on Google. Google is, there, there's no black hat, gray hat, or white hat. There's only paid advertising, and then there isn't. And those that are not should not be naive and think white hat even exists. The minute you do any sort of SEO, you're, you're in the realm of a place where, according to Google's very fuzzy terms of services, you are uh, uh, engaging in... Uh, SEO. By engaging in SEO, you are guilty of crimes against Google, uh, which is not a crime, which is why it's funny when people and companies will say ethical SEO. Uh, there is, the only ethical SEO is to get your site ranked and, uh, and do it smartly so that you aren't uh, penalized by Google and their fuzzy terms of service. I think the best policies to create content uh, that will wow people without worrying about Google. After quickly looking at many sites, I think I'd call it curation, as you're describing it. Look at the Drudge Report. They create almost nothing. Truly, the Realtor site has started out as a scrape content of real estate listings, then uh, fed listings from realtors. Then they added their other stuff that made their data into charts and gave meaning to it. Eventually getting realtors to answer questions of blog through Trulia. So that was a long-winded way of saying using other people's content is good when you add value to that content. And don't copy their whole thing, but, but take pieces of it. Um, the proper way is to add some sort of attribution when you use other people's stuff. So as an SEO, I also will not usually link over to the source to give attribution directly as I not wish to leak juice, but I will put it in non-textual, I mean non-linked hypertext uh, attribution. Um, another way I teach curation is to say that information overload uh, is near epidemic proportions. If you listen to people... Uh, you know, I, I, th I find funny the common thing now that we see that's been around for a long time, but it's, it's escalated to, uh, to be everywhere, is when you go to an event, you see the big screen because you're so far away. The big screen's the best way to see it, which my logical brain says, well, I could probably see it better if I was at home watching it on television. But I digress. So if I'm at a Laker game or a, uh, a football game like I was many years ago, I, I remember being at the LA Coliseum watching the great uh, Notre Dame-SC rivalry. And uh, my friend and I were way up in the bleachers, way up in the bleeder section. And towards the end of the game, we walked down to the lowest level that you can get. And... I remember my friends saying, wow, the game is so much faster from here, the perspective. And certainly very much different than the perspective of seeing it on the, on the big screen at the end of the Coliseum. And certainly different than seeing it from the sideline, which is my favorite spot to watch a football game. And certainly different than actually being a player out on the field and participating in it. Putting this another way, I mean, we've all been to concerts. I was at a U2 concert, which is a, an absolute orgy to the senses with the multitude of, of visual, uh, uh, visual uh, uh, drama going on with all the videos and, and 
animations and whatnot. And you see people filming from afar, not YouTube because they're so far their Zoom can't get it, but filming the video of the show. So you have someone filming the video of the show and then we see the video show up on YouTube. So what is that, four generations? And now someone sees the video and taught, does a review on the show based on the video. And that is today's social media. And by the way, it's also today's news media. Uh, and, and so we often get our information uh, several generations later, such as uh, kind of like whisper down the lane comes to mind that things start changing based on the perspective. Obviously, um, uh, obviously the, the, the quarterback in that game has a very different perspective of that game than I did sitting in the bleeder section or my friend and uh, or the person in the first row or the coach that was sitting on the standing on the sidelines so or the cheerleaders who weren't watching it or the person who watched highlights of it on ESPN Sports Center this is what happens with social media uh, i had a friend that took a picture yesterday from a beach volleyball tournament and said he was at the tournament when in fact I based on the picture I think he was at someone's house across the strand there's a beach strand in in LA that goes along the beach and I think he was across from that at one of the strand houses watching the tournament from there again a very different experience and very different than the player, very different than the person standing there um, next to the to the game, watching it, and very different than my perspective of the game and how it was reported. So this is social media. It's also the need because there's so much of this third and fourth and even and most importantly first generation, news being thrown at us and data being thrown at us it begs us to look at curation and just curating which is what facebook is right and there's a lot of bull crap that comes from facebook there's a lot of bull crap that comes through google uh, you know in different uh opinions uh that are played out as 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 fact um in marketing or news or, or sports or whatever and so you start trusting different people or organizations to curate that news for you curation simply being what is the what is the uh, meaning of this so there's an editorialization almost uh, but also it's a compilation of meaning so Google is a curator, the, one of the original online curators, right? So what are they curating? They're curating search results for your keyword. And so through their algorithm, they'll pull up a bunch of search results for your keywords saying these are pretty good guesses at 
being a decent uh, URL to visit for that keyword. Okay, and you trust it. I trust it for the most part. Bing and Yahoo, I, I trust a little less. Part of that being their positioning of being the first to really take serious, you know, to have a little bit better of a, of a search engine uh, than everybody else and in uh, better marketing, I think. And uh, it's hard to give up old habits. But in your niches and sub-niches, these are the things that you want to do is you want to find a curation opportunity so that you're taking the information, adding meaning to it, to an audience that doesn't have the time to research it. Because more and more people are realizing that they're wrong. They're making decisions based on bullshit they saw on the internet, or worse, on Facebook. I joke all the time on Facebook. Someone makes a, a matter-of-fact statement without ever going to that googly thing and you know seeing if if it at least if there's alternative opinions around that fact or around that um, uh, you know if it's really fact at all uh, but at least getting a little bit more information this is the opportunity of the future as more and more information's diluting us on a daily basis and when people are clamoring for someone to give them meaning let's face it it's hard to do that when most people they're getting information off of a facebook right because they're on a cell phone a lot of people that you know and to look up stuff on google on a cell phone's kind of hard it's not fun it's not as easy uh to deal with all that text on um on a cell phone as it is in your regular, on even a pad or, or a PC or a laptop. So that's why curation is a big deal, um, and it's why something, it's why you should look at being that source for people to look towards.